Hello, and welcome to another episode of Virginia Tech First Generation Unscripted, a podcast for first-generation students and their families to help better understand the college process. So um, today we are, um, myself and Dr. Troy are back, and we have a special guest. So uh, before we get deeply into it, we will just run around the table and do quick introductions. Again, I'm Alex Parrish. I'm the Director of Communications and Undergraduate Admissions. And I'm Dr. Charmaine Troy. I am the Program Director for First Generation Student Support. My name is Zach Underwood. I'm Director of University Studies here at Virginia Tech. All right, so uh, Dr. Underwood is, uh, as he said, the Director of University Studies. So our topic today is picking a major when you get to college. So this is one of the very, very important questions um, that a student needs to answer in their journey of um, going through college and graduating, you have to pick your major because you have to choose your area of study. Uh, so Dr. Underwood is um, definitely our campus expert in this area. University studies is like fancy Virginia Tech lingo for undecided or exploring options. So it's outside of any college. It's for students who genuinely are still trying to figure out which definitive direction they want to go. Um, and so they come to his office and he uh, works with students who who uh, are, are trying their options. So, uh, Dr. Underwood, if you, you want to kind of um, uh, talk about like what you guys do in your office and what a typical student experience might look like there. Certainly. University studies is, is one of the oldest and is the largest undecided major or exploratory major at Virginia Tech. So we work with students who have a variety of interests. So that could include students who know that they're interested in a particular field or multiple fields. We find students are so talented that they have lots and lots and lots of interests. So if, if you're in that situation or your students in that situation, then university studies would be a great option. As far as how we work with students, uh, we have a uh, wonderful advising center for university study students so that they can work one-on-one -on -one with an academic advisor. In fact, we actually have seven total academic advisors in our office, myself being one of those academic advisors, who works one-on-one -on -one with students throughout their first couple of semesters to figure out which major or direction they should go towards. We have lots of majors at Virginia Tech to choose from, and so we actually meet with students multiple times throughout their first semester. We usually uh, try to meet around three times per semester, and we like to meet with students during their potential stressful times in the first semester. So that would include at the beginning of the semester, whenever they're moving in, getting to meet their roommates, learning about classes, acclimating to college, and figuring out where all of their classes are on campus. We like to meet in the middle of the semester to talk about classes for the following semester and also to see how midterm exams are going. And then we like to meet with students near the end of the semester to determine if they have made that decision towards a potential major or if they need any assistance towards final exams or have any questions in general. We're always available for helping those students. We even offer a first year experience course to help our students to decide their major. Right, so, um, so Dr. Underwood, uh, in the, the myriad of offerings that you have for students, would you say, uh, because you are a first-generation student yourself, uh, as uh, myself and Dr. Troy, uh, so would you say, like, in the, the process of advising, there are any particular uh, areas of interest that, um, when, when choosing a major, when trying to sort of uh, chart the waters, I guess, that are of interest to students whose families don't have um, experience in higher education? 
I think having that advising relationship or actually meeting with an academic advisor can make all the difference. Um, I remember even uh, as a first-generation student myself wishing that I knew the answers to certain questions and sometimes I didn't know what I didn't know if that makes sense. There's so much college vocabulary, different terms, different um, uh, ways that policies work that I, I just had no idea about and so I really think that being able to work with that advisor, they can help to um, guide students towards potential resources, give them insight as far as certain vocabulary or terms, and be that resource that students need, um, and, and also be that person so they don't have to worry about uh, you know, having to figure it out on their own. They always have someone available. And so my biggest advice to students who are first generation is ask those questions and don't be afraid to ask those questions because it's not embarrassing. It's a normal part of college. We want students to be successful and in order to be successful, you may have to ask for help. And I know that's not the case always. I know in high school, we have so many talented students academically that they don't have to ask for assistance a lot of times. But in our role at, uh, of academic advising and helping students, it's, it's, it's a unique role. It's different than a guidance counselor. It's different than a professor because we're available to students, but they have to take that first step to be able to, to reach us. If they do take that first step and continue in that relationship, we can help students to get them connected across campus, whether that's with resources such as career and professional development or in clubs and organizations, or even finding particular classes that might be towards their interest for a major or majors. <laughs> All right, so uh, Dr. Troy, um, Zach was talking a little bit about the academic advisor role. So um, Dr. Troy, since she is um, director of first-generation student support, if I get that right, mm -hmm. uh, on campus, so you probably have a little bit of insight in uh, students like getting up to the point of talking about an academic advisor. I mean, we hear academic advisor, like typically I would think like, oh, this is about my grades and my classes. Mm -hmm. um, so um, do you, because uh, Zach was, was talking about a few more uh, things other than just classes and grades that uh, university studies tries to guide students in. Uh, do you find that students um, will go to a lot of different places, like a lot of different um, like people on campus, to try to find those like more practical answers to those questions, or um, like do you think that there's like a good center point for starting those those conversations that, is, as uh, Zach said, aren't stupid questions? Right, and there are any, there are no stupid questions when it comes to that, and I do find. Um, Sometimes students come, uh, they have come to me to uh, ask those questions about um, advising and uh, either selecting a major or uh, changing uh, their major. Um, students, when they come to me, um, the majority of them have already chosen a major and they're interested in um, changing their major. Um, so I get a lot of questions about student, uh, from students wanting to change their major and what the the whole process is, and I was uh, just talking to uh, Zach about um, that whole process and um, the things that students have to do because technically a good number of students when they come to Virginia Tech, they've already selected their majors. Um, and there are some situations where you maybe are in a, a year in uh, to your major and you say, hey, I, you know, I think I want to do this instead. Um, and there is a process, uh, Dr. Underwood, if you could talk about that process um, as far as students that you see who 
uh, want to change their majors, what that looks like, what that process is. Certainly. Well, I mean, that's the, that's the great thing about Virginia Tech is that there are so many options. And I know that there's a lot of pressure on students in high school and as you're applying to different institutions or to Virginia Tech, hopefully, to say, I have to have a particular major in mind. When in fact, at Virginia Tech, there are actually several options for students who are undecided. There are actually eight different majors that students can select from for an undecided option walking in the door. And there's nothing to be embarrassed about by saying that you're undecided from the very beginning. In fact, it can give you some more flexibility than some students who walk in the door that say, I want to be in this particular major or that particular major, because then you have the option to explore and you may have the opportunity to take a variety of classes. Whereas if you came in as one particular major, it may um, be more difficult to expand and move out and go to different majors moving forward. Now, I want to emphasize that there's always the opportunity to change your major, as Dr. Troy was talking about. Those opportunities happen at the end of every semester once you're here at Virginia Tech. <clears throat> the difficulty for a lot of students, though, is determining which type of major they want to pursue once they're here or if they want to change. And so um, the, the conversations we like to have with students is to see which type of major they're actually hoping to pursue whether it is a restricted major or an unrestricted major. So the uh, restricted majors at Virginia Tech include majors that may have GPA requirements, certain courses that a student may have to complete, or in some circumstances they may need to speak with a department, a college, or in, for example, with music, they would need to audition. So there's different hurdles, different um, requirements that are out there that exist. These requirements are, uh, and the information is available on the web, but as with lots of websites out there, sometimes it can be difficult to find. And so I strongly suggest students to talk to their current academic advisors if they're interested in changing, because again, those restricted majors may require extra time, extra effort, more requirements. Now, those are actually the minority of majors we have at Virginia Tech. The majority of majors, the, the most majors we have here at Virginia Tech are, are actually unrestricted majors, which means after the first semester, if you want to change majors, you can actually apply to that major. Let's say you came in fall semester, you, you completed your first semester, you want to change to an unrestricted major, you apply to that major, and you're automatically accepted into that major. What that essentially means is that you would get a new academic advisor in that new department or college that you're going towards. And that academic advisor would work with you um, as you move forward. So it can be a, a stressful uh, conversation, a stressful time to try to figure out which direction you want to go. But there are resources available to help with that decision. So if students arrive at Virginia Tech, they've been here for you know at least a couple weeks, let's say, and then they decide, you know what, the major that I initially thought about choosing you know, I was 17, 18 years old. I thought that was what I wanted to go towards. Um, and maybe I felt a little too much pressure. Maybe I want to go in this new direction. We actually have a service through university studies and through our academic advising initiatives office that's called transitional advising. And transitional advising is the only place on campus where students can get advised for literally any major at Virginia Tech. So students can go online to our website. It's actually very easy. It's advising.vt.edu/tr, 
and students can go to that particular website to learn more about how to schedule with a transitional advisor, even starting as early as that orientation in their first, uh, in their first summer here at Virginia Tech. That's great. All right, so uh, that's a good breaking point. Um, so we have a, a trivia question each and every one of our podcasts. And today's trivia question, since I work in the Office of Admissions, uh, I have an admissions trivia question. So uh, today's trivia question is this, and we'll tell the answer later. So here's the question. The undecided major is number what in overall chosen majors at Virginia Tech? So of all of the majors at Virginia Tech, students who enter undecided are the number what most popular major. Now I'm not going to tell the answer now. You guys probably know the answer to this, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a little bit more uh, chit chat and then we'll come back to the answer to that. But be thinking in your, in your mind, like of all the majors at Virginia Tech, there's like over a hundred, like it's number what every year when we see the rankings of the most, most desired majors. All right. So, uh, so I, we, we started into a discussion about uh, transitional majors and changing majors. Uh, I myself changed my major three times, I think, when I was in college. <laughs> uh, graduating on time can be a bit of a challenge if you do that. But um, if we could talk a little bit about, um, like, just to give a scenario, if I am a student who comes in with like a 3.3 uh, GPA uh, and I get into, say, I don't know, um, uh, theater, well, that was my major. So uh, if I get into if I get into theater and then like halfway through my say sophomore year I decide um, I like theater but I want to try something else um, so now I want to be an engineer so I've kept like a three point five GPA throughout my college experience like what what's the likelihood that I at my sophomore year at Virginia Tech can suddenly change courses and be an engineer? Well. Then the, the biggest question I would ask is, how long do you want to be at Virginia Tech? And when do you want to graduate? And so uh, we would have this conversation in a transitional advising appointment. And if you're willing to stay for more than, let's say, the traditional four years, then this could still be a possibility. Uh, but as we mentioned before, there are those restricted majors, engineering being one of those restricted majors, which would require students to complete a certain number of courses and have a very competitive cumulative GPA. So when I say cumulative GPA, I'm talking about that 3.5 that Alex has been maintaining, uh, which would be sufficient or would be a, a very competitive GPA as far as applying to engineering. But the difficulty is, did Alex take those courses that he needs to get into engineering within those first two years? And the answer, if he's pursuing theater, is probably no. And so that would put him potentially behind for graduating, and, uh, and we can have that conversation to learn more about how long he'd have to be here. But uh, just in general, engineering requires about eight different courses to be able to get in, um, and those are usually completed within the first year or year and a half to be able to graduate on time. So in that scenario, um, it is still possible, but it depends on how long that student wants to be at Virginia Tech. Yeah, somebody should have had the conversation with me in that scenario, too, <laughs> to say, hey, man, you're not good at math. <laughs> maybe maybe engineering might be, you know, let somebody else try that who, who's not going to, like, uh, Mis misconfigure, like, the load of a bridge later on. I don't know. All right, uh, so that's, that's good advice. So, um, Zach, another question that I have um, so if, if I do come in, like, as we're talking about university studies, which sure. isn't in any college. So, like, 
if I don't if I don't know like direct generally what direction I want to go, like what's a good like safe bet for me? Uh, maybe not only as I'm choosing um, classes, but as I'm choosing colleges, like to make sure as I'm finding my way through. Um, that I won't, as you were talking about, wind up in college for like seven years, even if it's a great college with a great football program. <laughs> of course, we want to, to help you to graduate on time, and, th and that's generally four years. Um, so uh, although it does take some others longer, so it depends. But I will say that, uh, that university studies is, is a great option as far as a major goes, but we have lots of options and ways of narrowing that down even further. As I mentioned before, we have eight different undecided or exploratory majors at Virginia Tech. So okay, as you name some of those? Oh certainly, certainly. So we have so we have university studies. We have another major under our umbrella called Explore Technology. This is a great one to to look at because we actually have students who come in the door who are interested in technology majors. And those could range from anything from engineering to business to statistics to psychology to neuroscience to music technology to creative technology. Anything across the board that involves technology, which as you can imagine is a lot of majors at Virginia Tech, and they can actually enter and learn more about those majors within their first couple semesters. Now on top of that, we also have other majors in specific colleges. So I want to emphasize that if your student or you were interested in, let's say science, you could come in the door as College of Science undecided. And so that particular route will help you to learn more about the science majors here at Virginia Tech and then you could be filtered into those majors or choose any major outside of science if you realize that, you know what, maybe the science is not for me after that first semester or two semesters. So we have College of Science and every college here pretty much has an undecided major. So we're talking about uh, College of Liberal Arts and Human Sciences, they have an undecided major. Natural Resources has an undecided major. Architecture and Urban Studies has an undecided major. So if you're, if you're I, I like to think of different levels of undecided. So if you're completely undecided, don't know where to go or what major is right for you, university studies would be a great option. Explore technology would be a great option. If you're, you're narrowing that scope down a little bit and you know that science is, in, is interesting to you, natural resources is interesting to you, or perhaps architecture or urban studies, but you're still kind of deciding between a couple of different majors in that college, those would be great options as well. And could you talk about, we were talking about this earlier, your LLC. Oh, certainly, and, yes. And Thank how you. that can play a part in helping them to determine what they may want to major in. I appreciate that. Yes, actually. So we actually offer a living learning community in university studies for any undecided students. So to get a little bit of extra uh, assistance uh, as far as deciding that major, we actually offer this living learning community. It's called the VIA, V-I-A. Uh, living learning community available to any student who is undecided or kind of in between majors. The idea being that you live together in Pritchard Hall here on campus. Like all the time? The whole, the whole first year you live together with all undecided students on your floor. Do I have my own room? No, you don't get your own room, but you get to share your room with another undecided student. Okay. So you can go through those struggles together or those, <laughs> those uh, fun times together. You actually get to take our first year experience course that is a three credit hour course that counts towards your graduation. It will help you to decide your major within that first year. Um, and it's actually led by one of our academic advisors within university studies. So you're going to take this class with your roommate or roommates and be able to figure out that major, but also get acclimated to college and learn more about yourself and others while you're here. So a nice opportunity within that first year 
again, via Living Learning Community. That's great. Well, we're at about the 20-minute uh, mark, so that's that means it's time for trivia question answer. So the trivia question that we asked was, undecided majors are number what overall? Virginia Tech has like 100 and something majors, um, and undecided majors come in at number what? Do you guys, you guys know the answer? Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah. it's top five. I don't know. Oh, it is top five. Oh. <laughs> So uh, undecided majors are number two, number two Ooh, overall. Wow. So, and that's that has been a, for uh, the last couple of years. Both um, there that has been the second most popular major among all entering first year students. What do you think is the most popular major? Engineering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, engineering is the most popular at Virginia Tech. It, it's it's where we came from 150 years ago almost. But undecided is the second most popular, second only to engineering. So we got with about ten minutes left. Um, we want to talk a little bit uh, from the parents' perspective. So, um, if if you are a parent who uh, uh, didn't go to college yourself, but you want to help your student try to navigate these waters of higher education, uh, we want to try to equip you a little bit with ways that you can help them because you know your student, you know uh, what they want to do with their life. Uh, maybe a way that you can help them have um, conversations with the college or that you can know a little bit more about the process so you can help them find their way through that process. So, uh, Dr. Troy, Dr. Underwood, do either of you have like any insight on um, as they're looking at majors, like looking at this college magazine that I have in front of me, if I have one, I don't, but if I did, um, like looking at all the majors, like is there a way that uh, is there is a, as a parent is advising their student that you would tell them to, to start that conversation? Uh, I would definitely say to make sure that it is a conversation and not a son or daughter, you're going to be our next attorney or our next doctor. Um, Please let your child have a say so in what they what career they want to pursue and what they want to be in life. Um, and again, make it a conversation. Also, make sure that you're not basing your career selection on like, um, you know, if you watch television and you love Grey's Anatomy and uh, you know that looks really cool. And being uh, you know doctors, <laughs> uh, make sure that you are doing it from. Um, a place of really wanting to do that career and that it's your passion and not just something that you saw on television or you've heard about from your sister or your brother or your friend um, and like you know just want to emulate them make sure it's something that you want to do there's a lot of there's a lot of thought about um, the linear process of going from college to a career that a college degree is going to lead to a certain career and I'm going to go to school and I'm going to learn accounting and I'm going to be an accountant for the rest of my life. And that's the way it was right. for years and years and years and years. And so that has changed. And one of the ideas that I talk to parents and families about all the time is that today's career ladder and even education ladder is a nonlinear path. So, so you can go from, you know, studying one subject to another subject and, and continuing to change different directions until you get to that direction that you're most passionate about as you were talking about Dr. Troy. So for some of our students um, it can lead to some difficult conversations with their parents or family members uh, because they may have different talents or they may realize that they're more passionate about something else than their parents or family members may have an expectation about. I like to um, tell my parents and family members that 
even though they may have an idea at this very moment, walking in the door of what they want to do, Virginia Tech offers so many different options that so that are so amazing, but so few students know about. So it may be that your student is interested in, let's say, science, or they may be interested in engineering, but perhaps um, they don't do too well in a math course, or perhaps they're not as successful in a science course, and so they have to change direction. And the, the great thing about it, about changing majors, is that you may find a brand new area that I had never heard of before I came to Virginia Tech, and I can also do well in that career or that major, and I have future opportunities for growth. Um, and so uh, an, an example here is the uh, a packaging systems and design major here. There's students who come in and think they want to do engineering and maybe may not do so well in certain classes, but then realize, you know what, this is actually a very lucrative and, uh, and great option for a major, but I didn't even know it existed before I got here. And so that's the advantage of having conversations with your student to say, I know you're talented. I'm, I'm excited to hear more about what directions you want to go based off of your classes, conversations with your peers, your advisor, and others. And I just want to echo what you were talking about as far as the career ladder not being, you know, uh, linear um, to, you know, from what you choose as your major in college. Because when I first got to Chapel Hill, my major was dental hygiene. <laughs> and then I ended up changing my major to journalism and I went to journalism school and I am not doing a thing with journalism. I mean, it helps me write <laughs> as far as being published. It helps me write, but um, I do not have a journalism uh, career in advertising at all because um, that was what my, my major in journalism was focused in advertising. Mm -hmm. um, so, no, I'm not working at an advertising firm. Um, I just, you know, ended up uh, getting a master's degree and a PhD and going into higher education. And that is my passion. Um, and to also kind of move back before the degrees, uh, I was a paralegal for 16 years. So you can have lots of experiences and lots of options. And even if there's a door that starts to close, there may be opportunities in the future um, so that, and we're always a fan of students going, uh, going on in their education so that perhaps if the door closes an undergraduate, perhaps they could stay at Virginia Tech, get a graduate degree that may get them in that direction they want to go or help them to specialize in something specific. Yeah, and I would say, uh, you know, my path was really nonlinear too. I, I uh, wound up with a, a degree with communications with an emphasis in theater and I don't think I've ever actually gotten paid to do theater. You are uh, <laughs> Maybe, hopefully that translates to doing podcasts well. But um, yeah, so I haven't got paid to do theater. But um, like communications degree is, uh, especially is something that really could take you in a whole lot of different ways. And, and I think there is value too. Like if you don't know what you want to do, like there are a number of degrees like that that are super flexible uh, on a resume. I mean, um, I, I've been in sales, I've worked in higher education, I've worked in marketing, and all of that is, is lucrative uh, to put a, 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 a communications degree on your resume to, to showcase. Um, and one other thing, um, in, in talking about like the parent experience of trying to um, help your student navigate the waters of higher education, um, since I work in admissions and I am obligated to do a few shameless plugs for our office here and there, uh, I did want to, to drop in that we have some opportunities that are coming up 
Um, we have a spring open house, which is coming up on March the 21st and 22nd. And uh, both of those days are the same event. You could come, you could talk in person to any number of colleges. You could talk to multiple colleges on that day if you wanted to. You can talk to Dr. Underwood. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. So university studies will be set up so you can talk to him. You can, you can see uh, what he looks like not on podcast. Um, <laughs> and we also have, uh, right after that, like all of our stuff is really stacked up this year. We also have two straight weeks during uh, high school spring breaks, which we call high school spring break. Um, and that is uh, April the 6th through the 10th and April the 13th through the 17th. So uh, both of those opportunities are, you can uh, see more about them um, at vt.edu slash admissions, uh, or you can just Google Virginia Tech Open House or Virginia Tech High School Spring Break. And both of those, there are registration forms uh, that would be there that you can sign up and uh, pick your path and then change your mind when you get here and totally go talk to other people that you discover along the way today or, or on that day, not today. Um, but yeah, those are both coming up. And uh, if you're exploring and you really just want to talk in person to like a number of different places, I think those would be really good opportunities. So uh, we're just about at sign off time here. Um, anything else from you two? That we've... Don't be afraid to be undecided. It's yeah. a norm here. Number two major for Number two students, think yeah. about it. You're you're in the majority, not the minority. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and no question is a stupid question. So please uh, come armed with your questions and um, and ask us. Yeah, we. Uh, the reason that it's great to have staff on a college campus is to answer students' questions. So That's you're right. doing us a favor. You're um, you're you're making us feel important. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for tuning in to Virginia Tech First Generation Unscripted, and we will see you next time.